Welcome to another podcast by Aglos Mavros, also known as Open Source. The first time I came across the word Spotify was while I was checking the monthly sales reports that my music distributor generates for me. The reports consist of a table with all the sales listed by portal, country, quantity and price. So while I was checking the reports many years ago, I noticed a new portal named Spotify and next to it ridiculous numbers were written. Numbers ranging between 0.001 and 0.004 euro. It was hate at first sight. I immediately got angry and emailed my distributor Who is this joker selling my music for 0.003 cents? I asked. And they said, it's a new streaming platform. But it's not actually selling your music, they said. It's kind of renting it, allowing users to listen while being online. They can't download your music for offline listening, they said. Well, what's the fucking difference? I asked. Everyone is connected to the internet nowadays, so this looks to me like a total scam, I said. And I was indeed pissed off. Till then, our music was typically sold only as downloads. Streaming platforms did not yet exist. It was just upon the time they were starting to globalize. Can't I avoid it? I asked my distributor. Sure, you can just unmark the Spotify option on your next release, they said. So I logged in my distributor's dashboard and I was about to exclude Spotify from my next releases. And then something stopped me from doing so. Today, I work for Spotify. And I think what prevented me from unmarking this checkbox was the fact that my music was not really selling at that time. I was generating two to five dollars per week and so I had nothing to lose. I thought no platform is actually paying me. So what harm could a new portal do to me? Those small numbers 0.002 and 3 were indeed very annoying, but let it be. I said to myself, things are not as they seem. And you have proven yourself wrong plenty times in the past, Angelo. So ultimately, I did not unmark the release your track on Spotify button. I left it there. And today, most of my income comes from Spotify. I have around 20,000 listeners per month on the open source project. And some of my artists have up to 40,000 monthly listeners. I also make money from other platforms like Soundcamps that are based on reviewing tracks with the intent to place them on your Spotify playlists. Spotify is my number one source of income. Why do I imply that Spotify is a good thing? Simply because chaos was dominating the global music industry after the collapse of the CDs. We were literally on the air for many years. Nobody paid us. And we had no hope 
nowhere to catch on, nowhere to base on. Spotify pays a few pennies, yes. Many artists are displeased. But at least we have a doable plan now. You can just try as an artist to increase your streams and more income will flow. During the years 2013 and 2018, we thought we will never ever make money online from our music. And whoever says the opposite, well, he was simply not around back then. Anyway, because nowadays Spotify rules, there are many fake gurus around us talking about it. They are not artists, but theoretically, they helped others grow their Spotify following. Read my lips. Bullshit. Whenever you see someone selling courses, books, seminars, tutorials, teachings, or whatever, check his music compositions, and if he has no music compositions and no Spotify streams of his own, he's a charlatan. He's making money by selling you bullshit. And that is the only thing he can teach you. To make money exploiting others. How will I ever manage to be a fighter if I never throw myself in the arena? How will I ever manage to be a cook if I never cooked by myself? These people claim that they can help you make it as an artist, but they never made it as artists. How is this possible? It is not. You will never make it as an artist if you don't get help by someone who made it as an artist. Some coaches, for example basketball coaches, they were never players in the past. But those people don't teach you basketball. Those people teach you how to be part of a team. They encourage you to teach yourself to bring the best out of you. But music is not a team sport. Imagine how stupid it sounds when you want to be a tennis player to have as a coach, as an instructor, someone who never played tennis in his life. When you keep reading someone's cooking books, at the end you will be in position to write a book since you read so much about cooking. But you won't be able to cook because cooking requires training and experimenting in the kitchen, not reading. Anyway, here are five myths that those people say over and over. Myth number one. You must upload frequently. You need consistent releases. Bullshit. There are a million sims generating income with very few releases. I personally stopped releasing new music. And what I do is re-release. Improve your previous productions that your audience already knows and likes. And just go ahead and re-release them. In that way, you can pitch them to Spotify's editorial team, which after all is the most important and absolutely necessary thing that you must do in order to promote your track. I will bring as an example a legendary band called Astral Projection. Astral Projection released a few tracks before the millennium that changed the course of history and since then 
they have literally released nothing new, besides some remixes that others did for them. Although they have released nothing new for the past 20 years, their fame and their streams are constantly growing. Myth number two. Your song shouldn't be more than five minutes long. Bullshit. My track is nine minutes long and it's on Sightrun's editorial playlist along with other similar tracks. Sightrun Supernova is a Spotify playlist with 250,000 followers and I see tracks that are big in length included in other huge editorial playlists more often than not. Myth number three. Your song should not have a big or boring intro. Bullshit. Again, my track We Are The Gods is nine minutes long and it has been on Sightrun Supernova for two years now, along with other tracks that have a long and boring intro. Also, take for consideration the hit Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which has a totally boring intro that has nothing to do with the rest of the song. It adds nothing and that is why it's not blended in the next verse or anywhere in the track. It plays only in the beginning and it's totally relevant and unfounded. Someone might tell you that this intro sets the mood and the tone or whatever theoretical bullshit they may find to say. The bloody truth is that those seconds serve no purpose and they can't be conjuncted with the rest mix and that is why they do not reappear in the track again. You hear them only in the beginning and that's it. Those seconds consist of a meaningless intro and yet the track has been on the top 5 of Spotify for a very long time. Myth number four. Photos and bio matter. Bullshit. I stepped across hundreds of profiles that are not verified without picture or bio only to find out that they have a ton of streams. We are talking about millions of streams and the artists never bothered to upload a single picture. Myth number five. Pre-saving a scheduled release triggers the algorithm. Bullshit. It triggers the algorithm in a very small manner as any kind of activity triggers the algorithm. No miracles will happen with this tactic. I've tried it thoroughly. And at the top of that, it's extremely difficult to convince people to include a track in their playlist without having it listened first. The process is a terrible waste of time and it simply does not pay back. Spend your time promoting your track after it gets released. Trying to convince people to pre-save a scheduled release is a waste of energy. And because you will be asking, Angelo, what comes first and foremost when it comes to promoting on Spotify? Three things matter the most. First one making good music because in that way the algorithm knows that people are not skipping but instead they are saving your song. 2. Pitching your track to Spotify editorial playlist curators. Eventually you will be featured on a major editorial playlist and make a ton of money. 
and free. Put your track in playlists. Big or small, it all matters. Use Submit Hub or Bust People's Balls. Hustle, do whatever is humanly possible. That is the only thing that does actually work.